Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip-hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm-to-table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch-guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. And in case you didn't know, you can't ban the snowman. As promised, the return of Tony Snow, ladies and gentlemen. Suave, Tony Snow, what it is. You brought this on yourself. I, I don't I care. Like that's gonna that's gonna be a running theme for the show. You brought this on yourself. Well, break, <laughs> you brought this on yourself. Break, this is on the, the whole the whole trigger shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You brought this on yourself. <laughs> this is what happens. This is what happens when we need new shit and can't get new shit. This is why we can't have nice things, Suave. No, we can have nice things. We just can't have nice things right now. <laughs> In this moment, you gotta, you, you gotta wait for shipping and handling sometimes. Right now, right now. Right now, right now. Well, hopefully, even when it's ship prime. <laughs> Speaking of uh, prime, uh, prime, prime time and date. Today's date is Thursday, March twenty fourth. Yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. I said, yeah, I've I know it. Well, Swath, it's your turn. I, I mean, oh, I didn't know we were taking turns. I was just gonna, I was gonna open the floor to you, and then just, uh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, year of our lord. <laughs> 2022, you, you dumb. 20 and 20. There it is. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> you brought this on yourself. Oh, man. There's a whole lot of shit going on here. Yo. Whole lot of fucking gang yeah, there, shit. There, there, there it is. See, see, there's a Get whole you, lot where of you triggers fucking at? gang shit. This show, is, this, show is a, this show is as organized as a 2 a.m. VIP wrestling show. Wow. <laughs> which is which 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 will be a, a topic of conversation because that's going to happen very very soon um, two in the morning we we promised a few things a few weeks ago today is one of those promises coming true we will be perusing through the list of events happening during the df uh, through the dfw metroplex for wrestlemania weekend and beyond uh, it's a it's Ridiculous. a it's a list and a half. It's a lot of Ridiculous. shit, Ridiculous. and 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 I can guarantee you we're we're not going to hit everything. We're going to try to hit most things. So we'll run it we'll run it down for you. You take your pick and chooses of what you want to go see, and maybe if you see us, you can buy us a drink. Now, maybe maybe uh, yeah. I gotta I gotta watch you walk. Yeah yeah yeah. I, I, I have to be at the bar with you when you buy the drink. But like if you see us, shout us out. But at the same time, you, you're dude, you, you, you two, you two ugly motherfuckers are the least likely to get roofied in the world. Don't even yeah, start. That's beside, that's beside the neither point. Neither here nor the, there, Tony don't, Snow. Katie Vic, I don't give a damn what you think I look like. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't you wish that evil upon me, Ricky Bobby? What the fuck is wrong? You brought this on yourself, Tony. <laughs> least likely to get roofied. Oh, uh, shit. You're not going to feature shame me, Tony Snow. <laughs> That's Yo. what I do know, damn it. 
and also no, no it's, it's it's ridiculous like we were saying earlier dude there's over a thousand hours of wrestling starting this weekend going through like the 4th of april and That's i was like man movies. it's the entertainer's curse every time there's a show in town i want to see i'm booked but wood made a good point he's like man even if you weren't booked there's so many damn shows like and there's so many i would want to go to I, it, it would be like It'd be like South by Southwest on 6th Street. I'd be popping in. Okay, I'm going to pop in over here for this guy's set. And I'm going to go over literally. here for this. You know what I mean? Like, literally. You're only, you're only 16,000, 17,000 in the American Airlines Center. And just to put it in perspective, you're going to, you have SmackDown on Friday with the Hall of Fame right afterwards. And you also have NXT on Saturday at the American Airlines Center. Again, we'll go through all this in a minute. But in comparison, while the... Uh, NXT show is going on world class and reality of wrestling is doing a women's classic like 15 minutes away well I'm sorry with no traffic 15 minutes away oh it's gonna be traffic so you might well, <laughs> me, you might well whatever travel time would gives you double it to shout shout out my cousin Dave I'm I'm just try, after Friday I'm just trying to stay the fuck out the way <laughs> dude I, man <laughs> <laughs> and it, it sucks for me because I've got I'm gonna be commuting every day because I have other bookings like I have Bruh. stuff all around the city between me and my employee Carl we have like two to three bookings a day Clubber Lane dude I'm gonna be coming back home and then back down there every day and fighting all that traffic can you can you imagine if we had this 2022 WrestleMania weekend in DFW with the traffic I'm sorry with the uh the highway situation that we had in 2016. Oh dear! <laughs> people just now, just now leaving Dallas from WrestleMania 32. <laughs> Facts. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be ugly, but uh, we'll get to it. We also um, last week we started to show off with, with the most awesome of ten bell salutes for one uh, bad guy. Hey yo, Scott Hall. Who, uh, Survey time. <laughs> who uh, tragically passed away? Uh, and, and I mean, listen, I, I don't. I have to go back and listen to it. What do you remember? What episode the uh, greatest never was? Suave. Uh, I not off the top of my head, but I can dip into these archives of artwork and get you an answer. There it is, right there. Go go back a few episodes. Listen to the greatest never. Scott Hall makes an appearance in, in the greatest never. And, Dude, uh, my two, my two greatest never have always been Scott Hall and Jake the Snake, one and two. I believe Jake the Snake uh, was in the finals in the triple threat match. Jake, Jake made it to I think the semifinals. Him and Scott Hall essentially got eliminated for the same for the reason. same reason. <laughs> and, then, and then Magnum TA ended up being the guy. <laughs> oh man, that's just <laughs> just so funny. Um, man, I, I remember my first time watching Scott Hall was. I got a chance. You know, everybody had ESPN, and you randomly caught AWA on ESPN. I remember this Tom Selleck-looking motherfucker in, in these uh, dingy white shorts, and then the next thing I know, he's tagging with uh, with Kurt Hennig. And um, those episode one forty three. There it is, right there. Those two made a formidable tag team, and then re- rejoined again. Uh, you know, almost fifteen years later in the NWO, but. Of course, Big Scott Hall, aka Star Fox. <laughs> <laughs> like, who, 
what type of weed was being smoked when these names were, co- were this, concocted? This, uh, as Redman would say, that back in '88 when it was twenty cents a gram, that shit was in a brown paper bag, and you were getting you were rolling joints out of the glue from the bottom of the bag. When they, yeah. they still called it a zip. <laughs> Yeah, that, that weed came in a zip. Yeah, bro, so you know. dude, that shit came in a brick in the back of a gas tank over from Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they started calling that shit gas. No, like the first time, the first time I saw Scott, I remember watching the very first Razor promo vignette on Monday Night Raw. I remember seeing that when he was walking down the street in the suit. Um, but I later on in life, when I found out he was the Diamond Stud, I remembered vaguely seeing him in WCW as the diamond stud. You know, I don't remember this Magnum PI looking motherfucker from AWA. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when he used to come down to the ring as, as the diamond stud and DDP was his manager and he had a girl come in the ring and strip the stud and all that yeah, shit. The tearaway sweats. Yeah, exactly. Like, diamond, I remember that. Diamond stud was definitely the predecessor to Razor Ramon. That's for damn sure. Cause he cause uh cause Big Sky Hall and, and aka Star Fox and and uh Diamond Star Stud Fox. are two completely different people. And then um and then for a while there, like I so I remembered him as Razor Ramon, of course, and followed him and fucking loved him. And then like for a couple years in my middle school life, I I fell off wrestling kinda. The foster family I was living with, they didn't like it. The kids I hung around with at school, it wasn't really cool to them, you know what I mean? Because I was, and so I remember going to a family reunion and my cousin, who was like two years younger than me, was big into wrestling. And we were sitting there and we'd play with wrestling figures and shit, even there at like nine years old. It was like when I visited him, I could be the wrestling nerd I couldn't be in middle school back home, you know? And I was talking about Razor Ramon, and he's like, dude, Razor Ramon doesn't even wrestle anymore. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, he showed up in WCW going by his real name. And then he showed me the footage because it had happened the week before. And he'd recorded it on his VHS, and he popped it in, and he showed me the video of Scott Hall showing up in the middle of the match. And I was like, yo, man, this is good. And so I started watching wrestling again because of that. You know, and I watched nothing but WCW because I tried watching WWF, but it was too cartoony for my adolescent self at the time. And I just, WCW, I, I got back in right when the NWO invasion started, and it was perfect timing, dude. I, I, when uh, when Scott Hall showed up on, uh, on Nitro, it even made me forget about the Diamond Stud and the fact of a, Ma- a Magnum P.I. Uh, Scott Hall. Only thing you knew was that Razor had jumped ship and now was using his real name, but it made you forget about everything prior to that. And it was only until they got to beefing uh, with him, him and, uh, and uh, Kevin Nash got to beefing when he became super sexy, the, the Nash killer, that uh, yep. they started doing those uh, where the big boys played uh, shits again and doing the uh, like the, the old uh, the old characters from because uh, they were WWE and uh, and WCW were going back and forth with that dumb shit. Where they would show you the old characters when they were when they were trash, and in, in their former organization, <laughs> and uh, and that's what made me you know really really think back to oh shit fucking Diamond Stud oh shit fucking Big Scott Hall oh shit fucking Kurt Hennings tag team partner that type of shit, but um yeah man did you see, did you see the music video though Big Scott Hall had bars. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> Where he steps out of the pool rapping, but it was Kurt Hitting. Bro, on, stop! We we I, I think we did we play that on a very early episode, Swaff. Yeah, 
The wrestle rap. Uh, you couldn't get me to commit to that one way. Bro, the rest very possible, but yeah. I don't know if it actually made the show, but I it was wrestle rap. I, re- <laughs> I shouldn't remember now, that shit. Now I know we've heard wrestle rap before, but I don't know if we put that on an episode. Well, it was Maybe it, it should be. It, it was for put res- it at the end of this episode. It was for Wrestle Rock, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, it was for the Wrestle Rock pay per view. Either way, wrestler, there are not a lot of wrestlers I trust to be rapping. Wait, hold on. I play, I play Are You Ready by Macho Man before every show, man. Bro, I you, so Be I had a man, Hogan. <laughs> I had a show uh, at uh, we, from uh, two p or two a.m. to six a.m. overnights after the club on uh, on Saturdays, and I, I happened to go into the PD's office one day and saw that I was like, "Fuck this! I'm playing this shit." It's like three o'clock Are in the morning. <laughs> Ooh, Hogan, be a man, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I actually I, I played it, you know, before the December World Class show, Christmas Star Wars that was huge, you know, before the incident happened. That place wasn't sell out, and I played Are You Ready? And someone in the crowd tweeted it on Twitter about it, like, "Yo, DJ Tony Snow's playing Macho Man's rap album. This is epic!" Like, they love that shit, bro. <laughs> wrestle the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm no, yes, no, yes. no, no. <laughs> Uh, right, Swab, Swab, I believe you're outnumbered on this one, buddy. This is yeah, two to two one. To one. I, don't no, I don't get no fucks. I don't get no fucks about being outnumbered. This is my whole life. <laughs> Put that shit at the end of the episode. <laughs> this is Ken Rednick, and I'm here to say we've got the greatest wrestlers in the AWA. But you're not here to listen to me mumble. Let's fill you in on the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Get on. Wrestle Rock. Views being expressed here about the Midnight Rockers show in the morning. We love to wrestle. And we love to party. You don't have to worry. We're not gonna bumble. Cause we'll, we'll be shaking through the Wrestle Rock rumble. Oh! I'm so glad Shaman will stop rapping. Wrestle Rock. I'm the Sheik and that's not funny. I got my army a lot of money. If gun in my way, I make him crumble. He be sorry. I did the Wrestle Rock rumble. Wrestle Rock. Be there. I'm Jerry Blackwell, I want to see. I want to get my hands on that pencil neck geek as I watch the EDF fumble. I'm going to make my splash in the Wrestle Rock Rumble. As he jumps through a one by four. The AWA, you, me, and Wrestle Rock. I'm Greg Gagne and I'm in a rage. I want Brody and I want him in a cage. A high flying drop kick will make him see double. I grind him up at the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Woo! Wrestle Rock. One take hove in this bitch. I'm Kurt Hennig and Big Scott Hall. The tag team champs will take on them all. So bring on the long riders, those dirt ball dumbos. We'll smear those bushes. Do the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We heard, we heard Scott Hall. That's you, the you know, you know the, you know the funny. You know what's the funniest part of that? Kurt Hennig going on to make rappers crap. <laughs> Bro, come on. That that is the most hilarious part of this shit. And then <laughs> I just happened to watch Bash at the Beach '99. I was like, "Wow, this this was like uh, at least ten years too early." You take on Scott and uh, Wild Bill Irwin <laughs> at Wrestle Rock, and you're rapping, and then you come back 15 years later and talk about rap is crap with the red, West Texas Rednecks. <laughs> yep, that's hilarious. Okay. Man, um, how are we supposed to top that? That's why I said put it at the end of the episode. How are we supposed to top that? Well, until next time, folks. (laughs) So I'm taking to the house. (laughs) Pencil pushers. (laughs) 
<laughs> we ain't done yet. We ain't. We ain't Hit him with another Tim Bell salute, bro. We hit, we catch y'all next week. <laughs> Fuck out of here. We bro. out of here. So weird. Hey, we don't. Hey, they ain't paying me by the hour, y'all. Let's go. Hey, you feel me? You feel me? Yeah, you, you want longer episodes? Hit the cash out. <laughs> boy, boy, we giving a dusty finish. <laughs> Oh yeah, real, shit! Dude. Play the play the exit and then come right back. Start the match over. Oh man, Wrestle Rock! Uh, God damn it! Yeah, that's that's the greatest career. Restart the show. Restart the show. <laughs> Five more minutes. Five more minutes. No, no, no. It doesn't work like that. Oh man. Time limit draw. The time limit draw over here. <laughs> well, we'll, come back and run the territory in six weeks. Well, be, uh, th- there's there will never be another person that of non-Hispanic descent to be able to walk through Little Haiti with right. gold with gold chains and slick hair and be able to sit with the Haitians uh, while 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 the photo opportunities to be had. So Scott Hall, you are an Apollo legend and uh, and, and a, an American treasure, one that would never be duplicated ever in this lifetime or maybe even in this world again. There are people today who do not realize that Scott Hall is not a Cuban. <laughs> this is a fact. I'm dead ass serious. I, I saw on my timeline because it was one of those things like Razor Ramon passing. It caught casual fans who had long since stopped watching. It made them come back and start talking about it. And I see them on my timeline. And I'm like, they don't realize he, he's not a Cuban. Dude, Razor Ramon and Scott Hall died on the same day. What? <laughs> Dead ass. They don't know. They, they this is the first time hearing the name Scott Hall. Like, Razor Ramon's real name was Scott Hall. Like, he's oh, Scott man. Hall guy that died. He looks a lot like Razor. Oh, right. Man. Like, hey man, I need you to do something other than what it what it is you're doing because this is not working out for you. Big big props to Nicholas Craven. I saw on his uh, on his Instagram page, he gave a rest in peace shout out to Scott Hall and actually used a big Scott Hall picture from the AWA, which no one did. But Nicholas Craven, leave it to a Canada, to a Canadian to, to make it happen for us. So thank you, Nicholas Craven. We play your beats here all the time, sir. Indeed. Uh, speaking of beats, as we move on, um, Jorge Masvidal. <laughs> I mean, a member of America's top, American top team, uh, he has uh, turned himself in this past week, actually yesterday, uh, and was charged on aggravated battery and criminal mischief following an arrest or a warrant for his arrest. I have so many questions about this. Uh, he he got into a uh, allegedly uh, got into a fight with another a fighter, a, 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 a skirmish. At a restaurant outside a, a Miami dust, Beach. A dust up. No, outside of a hotel in Miami Beach. Breaking the tooth, allegedly, of the of the other uh, person that he was uh, allegedly assailing or attacking, if the, as the case may be. This person mm. is none other than Kobe Covington. Mm. Why, why, why is this matter? Well, you know, first of all, Jorge Masvidal is a UFC fighter uh, who is part of American Top Team, part of AEW. I don't think he's been signed yet, but he's been seen on AE, AEW television a few times. But more he so than that. Whole, he comes out with the whole crew at the end when they do the run-ins and shit. Yeah. He threw a vicious knee. 
He hit Jericho right in his chest not that long ago with a vicious knee strike. Dude, I thought he was going to stop Jericho's heart with that shit. You saw all that, too? Like, <laughs> For real. Like, I was like, oh. Talk, oh. Swab likes to talk about directly in the chest cavity. That yeah. knee was directly in the chest cavity. Yeah, I was I was more scared right. for the wrestlers than I was for the for the fighters during that match. So, yeah, I, it, the, these things come with real consequences when, when executed in the wrong slash right way. Uh, Masvidal needs a shirt that says I lay mine in <laughs> lean <laughs> no cup lean into it yeah that's the new that's the new slang you gotta lean snug. into it snug snug <laughs> there you go snug dot <laughs> <laughs> com <laughs> anyway Kobe Covington has been known to run off at the mouth and say some things that are not appreciated by the by the moral majority has he has been known? What else is he known for? That's all he's been known for. All right, come on. <laughs> let's let's keep shit a thaw out. And uh, he uh, he he told investigators this bitch ass dude told investigators that his ninety thousand dollar Rolex was scratched and his wristband was uh, was bent and broken, causing fifteen thousand dollars worth of damage to a timepiece. Insurance claim. That's uh, a good way to get extra Rolex. So here's here's my question. I want to know who called the authorities, and I want to know how big Masvidal's smile was when he turned himself in. When Masvidal's manager is going on record as quoting himself as saying, "Don't believe everything you read," Ma- Masvidal, if he's even still behind bars, he's probably getting spoon fed caviar and sushi through the he's through not the through still the bars. Behind bars, one hundred percent. He walked in. <laughs> Air quotes turned himself in, sat in a in a holding pattern like you finna get interrogated and left. He never saw the inside of a cell. I'm certain of it. Dude, he was out before the sun came up. Come on, man. Shit! If he went in at seven o'clock, he was wait, out. Wait, wait, wait! Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> let me read. Let me read you this whole shit. Oh. Um, the alleged assault comes after Covington beat Masvidal in a welterweight contest at UFC 272 in Vegas on March the 5th. Both That's men, my only problem. Both men fight out of Miami. Now, Co- uh, Covington told authorities that he uh, Masvidal ran up on him and, quote, snuck him without notice or warning as he was leaving the restaurant. He was hit with a closed fist in his mouth and eye and, uh, in the mouth and eye and fractured a tooth. I'm, I'm already calling bullshit. If if Jose Masvidal hits you and you're not looking, you're going to sleep. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So Masvidal doubled down. Quote, you shouldn't have been talking about my kids, Masvidal allegedly said during the attack, according to the court affidavit. All bets are off. I don't care who you are. I don't care what we did professionally. If I can give you this work in person, please believe it's going to happen, especially if you talk about my family. Facts. <laughs> like that, there's there's no oh, no other way of putting it. I'm protecting my family. Yeah, yeah. You you start bringing miscellaneous family members, let alone children, into it. Or you you got to see that those who can't protect we, we've themselves, got we've got to we have to we, we have to protect to those who cannot protect themselves. And if you are, that makes you a predator when you are attacking those who cannot protect themselves. Even if two they things, can protect things. themselves, fuck you. Two things are totally out of bounds, man. Two things are totally out of bounds, and that's kids and like wives slash significant others. You know, right. like if I ever 
if I ever get into a relationship with a woman, I tell her right off, I don't do this social media couple bullshit. I ain't broadcasting to the world who all I'm fucking with because number one, it's none of their business, and number two, mm-hmm. it's protection. Like, mm-hmm. I got people that don't like me. There are people out there that want to ban the snowman. I don't want them to know how. Who are those my people? Weak point. Miss Creancy like to say fuck them because they don't matter. <laughs> Miss Creancy, yes. <laughs> but like, but your vote doesn't count. But um, um, any man's soft spot is his family, and Excellent. I don't want my family. I don't want people that don't like me to know who exactly to go after if they need to get there. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. So whatever. Then the other part of it is like. Whenever kids are mentioned, I'm all for this dude beating this guy's ass now. You don't bring up someone's kids, bro. Sorry. No. Yeah, it's like if I signed up for this, this is this is my life. They didn't sign they up didn't for They didn't sign up for this shit. Yeah, yep. They didn't sign up for entertainment or whatever issue me and you got with each other. They didn't sign up for if it's a sports thing. They they didn't choose that life. They chose me. So I am, sh- I am the buffer. I'm the shield between that life and them. Dude, when like you start I'm a, crossing I'm- that threshold... I'm the biggest LeBron hater you'll find. I think he's a cancer. I think that he moves on from planet to planet, sucks it of resources, and moves on to the next, dude. Like, I can't stand him. But when those folks in at that game said that they hoped that his kid died in a car wreck or something, fuck those people. They should have been removed. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, you don't talk about someone's kids, man. And why is that a, why is that a thing? Because people are... are... They're not just doing it to LeBron. Like, I know LeBron is a lightning rod for opinion one way or the other. But, like, front people populating the front rows of NBA courtside seats of NBA games are increasingly stepping over the line trying to incite some sort of altercation with, with players. And I'm like, okay, talking about the game within the context of the game, yeah, that's your right, you bought the seat, it is what it is. When you start trying to go extra because you wanna air quotes go viral, or you potentially wanna hit a a pro athlete with a lawsuit, you are a scumbag. Hold on, let me text run our test real quick. (laughs) You see, cause you don't want that kind of energy to come back. Ever. You have the Steve Jacksons and the Ron Artestas of the world, get out here and get on your ass. Where's Jermaine O'Neal at, where's he at? You see what I'm saying? People think that they're untouchable, man. Like, you can't fuck with me. You're a celebrity. I'll sue you. Remember that footage of Nipsey Hussle slapping the fuck out of that dude in the crosswalk in L.A. a couple years ago? Because some people feel like it can't happen to them. Yeah. Like, this guy can't do this shit to me. Well, he just did. I, I, I said it. I've been saying this shit for a couple of years, and now I believe it's completely true. Trolling is the new American pastime. Big man hasn't been hasn't been baseball in decades. The new American pastime is trolling. And there are fucking consequences that come with that because everybody ain't gonna everybody ain't just gonna let you. Bro, I watched this dude and he he's got this thing. It's off my my reels almost every morning on Facebook. He walks around with his hand up to his head, talking shit to people, and then when they turn around, he's like, oh, I'm on the phone, man, I'm on the phone. Oh yeah, I've, I've seen it. Yeah. Dude, the one this morning, dude, he walks up behind this big motherfucker who had this hot ass, you know, big booty chick <laughs> with him. In home he's, like, he's like, I could take Buddy's girl in a minute. And he comes and grabs him by the throat. I and the guy's shit. like, it's a prank, it's a prank. He's like, I don't care if it's a prank, man. I will break your camera, I will fuck you. Like, what people, bro? Like, dead ass. Fuck. Yeah, he had him in chokeslam 
right, right, perfect. This whole social media impression shit goes way wrong when you were stepping to a real Home motherfucker. Depot. He was about to choke some of them in Home Depot. That Listen. man didn't give a fuck. I'm when a, you were about to choke slam a man on concrete in Home Depot, you can't choke slam a man on concrete. You kill him. Kill him. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you somebody else who uh, gives zero fucks about the, about the idea of a troll. Uh, I don't know if you know who Dana Brooks' fiance is, but look up Yuli the Monster Diaz and look up his criminal oh, background. Oh, 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 we do know. He door dashed <laughs> with them hands. He, he, <laughs> so I got him hot and ready, I, and I deliver. <laughs> I come I, to I'm you just, with it. I don't. I don't understand the energy that's even born out of of like really taking pride in being a troll. Because uh, as we've always discussed on the show, the comment section is where logic goes to die. And I saw this post uh, about one of these actual uh, situations. And in the comments, the dude, there was a guy who was justifying it saying, if you can't ignore me, then you basically deserve whatever happens. And I'm like, mm. you are an mm. obnoxious piece of shit. <laughs> Put your money where your mouth is, sir. Cause <laughs> right, cause like, hey, you you think the worst it could get is you getting pushed on your ass or slapped or like, no, things get way worse than that depending on what mood you catch people in. And considering the time that we're living in, I I function in public as though every person around me is a ticking time bomb. <laughs> cause I know I am. Well, I stay in the house, dog. Next, Tony, you. I don't know if you saw the first time me and Suave came to uh, the SWE show, but we were we were we were click tight when we shouldn't have been, <laughs> <laughs> and it was more so out of nervousness for those around us, not the fact that we wanted some shit to go down, but like subconsciously you just expect some 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 dumb shit to happen. We looked like we were about to stage a run in. But at the same time, <laughs> they thought like so. Everybody else thought so too. So yeah, they start, like, we thought y'all about to go in and start super kicking motherfuckers. <laughs> that, I mean, that's it, what we wouldn't it, do. It makes, for, <laughs> makes for a better environment. Makes for a more tense and better wrestling environment. Oh man! Um, but I tell you, to, to quote a great DJ and, and podcast host, these chairs slide back. The person right. in them stands up. <laughs> Way up, <laughs> way up, <laughs> all the way up. <laughs> um, I, just, I don't, I don't understand what that new shit is about. Like, I had a um, an incident like that where I was tweeting about football. So we talking about Randy Gregory signing with uh, the Denver Broncos. Bro, Randy Gregory needs to, needs to call you personally to thank you for that type of shit. Right. So I put I, I put a tweet in there, and it's it's at Swaff for Mayor. If you want to go check it out, he, he liked it. And then someone took it upon themselves who felt the opposite way to jump into my mentions and try to kick up dust. And I had time. <laughs> Please elaborate. When I, yeah, when, when I, I, when I have time today, let's go. Yeah, when I have time, I'm shooting tracer rounds. Dude, nothing is more dangerous than the mayor of Oak Cliff with time. With time. <laughs> well, because that's some shit I don't have all the time. So I, I let some motherfuckers make it. I let them get they one off and keep moving because I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll circle back around to it. But that time, I had time. So I was like, okay, let, let's let's unpack this. Let's see why you feel this way. Okay, here's, here's this website. Here's the NFL website so you know what free agency means. Uh, here's the Sports Illustrated article that tells you why he didn't resign. So what part of this 
are you supposed to be giving a fuck enough about to be in my mentions name calling? And then I proceeded to, you know, un verbally undress this man. And then, you know, he just, you know, you know, you're dealing with a troll that after you shoot down enough of their points, they just kind of cop a plea like I was just playing. No, fuck you. Dude, no, hey, actually, I wish I had screenshotted it. I never thought he was going to make it this big, but I had one of those instances with MJF right when he started his indie wrestling career. He was he was feuding with my, my little bro, Flip Gordon, and we had a little back and forth, and he admitted defeat and shit, and now he's out here at sparring with CM Punk. Moral of the story, keep your receipts. <laughs> Where were you three years ago, bro? <laughs> Uh, see, three years ago, I was doing, we were doing this. Four years ago, I don't know when it was. It was a while ago. It was yeah. back when I had my own little podcast that was, you know, hip-hop infused and everything called Rap and Wrestling, but I don't, I didn't really do a podcast. I did, I did, interviewed wrestlers and, and played music and just put it on my bank again. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Trying to talk hip hop with PCO, that was interesting. <laughs> I can wow. only imagine. Uh, first of all, Canadians, Canadians uh, north or south of Drake, uh, Canadians are, fr are frowned upon when it comes to hip hop. And uh, shouts out to Maestro Fresh West and uh, and uh, what's what's one of the two? Cardinal Official and Socrates. Yeah, those yeah those those three specifically for and for me. But any anything south of those and Drake, yeah, you pretty much can hang up. Uh, speaking of, you know, like Roger Mooking from uh, from the cooking shows and all that type of shit. You know, he used to rap. Oh, you Wait, didn't know what? he used to rap? <laughs> no, no. I thought everyone knew that. MC no. MC Mystic was oh, his name. That's a new one on me. <laughs> yeah, another yeah, that, Canadian. That is a new one on me. <laughs> uh, I was trying, what, I don't think what the name of this group was, but he was. Uh, they they had a uh what you call that thing they had a uh, a, a, a pop hit they they were kind of like a i wish i was black eyed peas type group that's best that's the best way i can describe it um the maximum definitive was the name of their group okay how do you, hold on how while you said that name not maximum definitive one before that what, how do you guys? How do you guys classify the Black Eyed Peas? What genre of music do you classify? It's definitely it's definitely hip hop. I mean, first and foremost, yeah, well, well, I, I am wrote for NWA, so like, we, yeah, we had, we had why was everyone talking about how Snoop and Dre and them was the first time a hip hop act headlined at the Super Bowl? Nah, that's fact. We, we had, the, we, fact we had the same conversation. We said it was the first time gangster rap headlined the Super Bowl. Super Bowl Thank you. Because I was and, like, don't forget about the Black Eyed Peas. I know the audio was fucked up in their performance, but come on. Nah, and that. that that and was because Will I Am wrote for NWA. We were like, uh, it's technically not the first time gangster rap is headlined the uh, Super Bowl halftime show. Hip hop, yeah, hip hop pundits and beat writers alike were both uh, in uh, up up in the air, stating uh, this is a win for hip hop when Black Eyed Peas were on there. Now, now, I, love, gonna, I love it when I, I love it when when people who know their shit. Uh, authentify, authenticate things that I say. I'm high as fuck, guys. Sorry. I, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> authentify, authentify, bitch. I've been authentified today, bitches. Oh, that's, Snow. that's like when you get verified on Shopify. Snow, remind me to tell you the edible story. Oh, man. Oh, I got a good one for you. 
Bro, no, you want to hear my fucking urban story? Oh, 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 <laughs> you're a guest on here. That, oh, oh, we always want to hear your story, Snow. <laughs> Wait, did you did you this watch man, wrestling during your edible story? Bro, I do, bro. I was at the gym, bro. Okay, so, so I might need to do that swap. A friend of mine uh, had his dispensary's three year anniversary party this past Friday, and they hired me to come out and DJ. And so I was set up in their dab lounge. And so people just kept coming and bringing me dabs all day, which is fine. That's what I do. I dab, you know, I don't hardly smoke flour much anymore. But then, but then this edibles companies came up and sat up right next to me. And he brought some edibles over to me and he's like, hey, man, you want an edible? I'm like, sure. And he's like, how's your tolerance? I was like, dude, I dab all day, every day. So he's like, okay, well, this this chocolate bar is 675 milligrams. Oh, no. And Break gives, a piece off. It gives it to me, and I just shoved the whole thing in my mouth. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> it gets better, guys. So, <laughs> I, no, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, damn, this shit was good, okay? And then I didn't eat lunch that day. So I'm starting to get hungry. So what, do you, what do you? So what do you do? You grab more edibles. Bro, the guy comes back over to me and he's like, dude, he's like, here, have as much of these as you want. Here's some gummies, here's some this. We call oh. these mega pearls. We call this and this. These are You and this bitch snacking. Bro, I ate, oh. I consumed over 1,500 milligrams of THC in an hour at this thing, right? Oh, my and God. And so halfway through, it starts to hit me. And I'm like, dude, I've never been this high in my fucking life, bro. Like, I stood up. And you remember that scene in The Matrix where Neo's like, I need guns. And like the all these guns <laughs> rush in and appear around him. That's how the room was around me. Like I uh -huh. stand up and everything is just like, it's here. And I was like, holy crap. And like every step I took, I like felt an echo in my head, bro. I was so. You can hear your so, fucking footsteps. Dude, I'm sitting here drinking water, trying to sober up because this is the afternoon, right? Oh, I ain't no sober up. I have I have a 45 minute drive to Texoma Pro Wrestling, and then two hours of wrestling I have to call. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Did you I leave finally. Nah. No, I leave finally. I'm driving to Texoma, and I had to pull over three different times in a 30 minute drive to get like soda or something because I kept wanting to nod off, bro. I was gone. And I get to the show, my commentary partner is the Mad Prince, and he does this shit in kayfabe where he has like 30 voices in his head and he changes them during commentary. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> the, worst po the worst possible shit to have happen when yes. you're full of animals. Hey, wait, hold on. This, this, this gives a whole new meaning to a whole lot of fucking gang shit. Exactly. So I'm doing, commentary with, I'm doing commentary with 27 commentary partners that change on a second's notice. <laughs> oh, Kudos man. to you for not spazzing out during that. Bro, who says during, he didn't? Who says he didn't? During <laughs> there, there's no documented record or footage out, so he didn't spaz out. Oh, man. During intermission, I fell asleep at the commentary table with my headset on. <laughs> Did you ever eat? <laughs> Yes, that's a funny thing, too, because, like, so I finished the show, and honestly, guys, I don't remember the first half of the show. I don't remember <laughs> calling it. I don't remember what happened. I, I remember the, the main event and the tag right before the main event. But 
the promoter takes everyone out to dinner afterwards and I haven't gone the last few months because I don't really do social situations. And after the show, when I went to get paid out, he, he's like, hey, man, you want to come to Buffalo Wild Wings tonight? Hell yes, I do. <laughs> so I went. I didn't even wait for them. I went straight there. I got a table. I'm like, there's going to be about 20 of us pro wrestlers and, and people who work with us. So we need a lot of room. And they're like, okay, you want to go ahead and order something or you want to wait? I'm like, fuck that. Give me a menu. And before everyone else arrived, I ate. I ate three meals, like just myself. <laughs> Bruh. This motherfucker that ate himself into a tapeworm. Because <laughs> that's why I was asking. I was like, uh, if he didn't, eat, he had the edibles, hadn't eaten, eating might restart the whole process. Bro, and it did. So ah. I finished eating a BWC above the Wild Wings, and on my way home, it starts to hit me again. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I hit the door, dude, I fell asleep on top of my covers in all my clothes at like 1130 at night on Friday night. And I didn't wake up until 11 a.m. Saturday. I had to leave for world class like right then. And <laughs> I was still sleepy and tired the whole day at world class, bro. Did you, did you hang that one leg off the bed to keep the room from spinning? Oh, my God, dude. Those <laughs> edibles stuck in me and because I was exhausted the whole day at World Class. And I came home after that, went straight to bed. I slept until Sunday morning. Like, those edibles were in my system for two fucking days, fam. 1,500 yeah, milligrams. I, yeah, I've, I've got not not even near that amount. But I, the story that I got for you, Tony, it, it, yeah, it, I have two different ones now. Because one, one of them, I was going to tell you just my recent one. But the uh, now you brought that up. <laughs> you got a recent one? Bro. I, oh, all right. So, shit. What a better place to tell than here, right? My mom's, right. my mom's gonna kill me for this. However, don't give a shit. Your mom don't listen no more. Ever mm-hmm. since that one episode, <laughs> hey, right. my mom yeah. supports what I do. She, she's she's salt <laughs> she of the earth, from sir. A <laughs> yeah, from a distance. From a distance. Did we talk about attacking family members earlier in the show? <laughs> <laughs> no one's being attacked, but we know you. You out here acting, acting yeah, unusual. Uh, oh yeah, I'm acting, I'm acting the ass with this one. So my brother used to own a dispensary in Oklahoma, and he fucked yeah. around. And, and my mom's ha- has uh, has chronic pain from a uh from an accident that happened like 50 years ago and it's just it's starting to take its toll on her so she needs something to kind of like you know get her to be a little bit more mobile in her and her uh in her seasoned age so my brother sends her some uh, some edibles he sends her some 100 milligram watermelon joints and then like two 250 milligram peach joints so and I also took also took the supplies. Shouts out to True Terpenes. I, I took her some of that too, just to kind of you know get herself familiar with the regimen. So as I as I give her her first set of uh, of the terps, she ends up taking half of one of these gummies, one of the uh, one of the two fifties. And I thought it was I thought she said fifty. Then here mm-hmm. the two in front of it. So she takes half of the two fifty, and then puts the other half back in there. And then after she takes the terps, she eats a whole uh, hundred because she wanted to, she wanted to make sure there were babysitters in the house because we had left the house and did some things and came back. She got the babysitters here. She eats the other hundred, and we've got a cabinet and stove full of food, completely loaded with food. And because you're an adult, and that's what adults do. Actually, this is not how that happened. We had cooked a couple of days beforehand, 
and we were just snacking for lunch. And then my aunt comes over and brings over some freshly cooked pasta, just ziti type shit. And I'm talking about it was amazing. And then she comes over. But with that's some, what I'm saying. Uh, adults, adults have food around. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, I mean, we had plenty of it. And some of the, if some of, if not the best grocery store fried chicken I've ever had in my life. Understand what me. What grocery store? Hayes, Wynn, Arkansas. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I will advertise. I, I, t- I take your word for it because who knows when I'll be there. But if, if you ever if you ever see a sign, go just remember Hayes. At any rate, uh, and I got it. Well, metropolis that is Wynn, Arkansas. It was so fresh. <laughs> it was so fresh that the bowl that they serve it, they put it into the serving trays. That's where the ch- my chicken came out of. Out the grease into the bowl, and from the bowl into the serving tray, and I, my shit came out the bowl. Anyway, my mom ate so much food in such a short amount of time, she hit herself into a stomach ache and then couldn't feel her stomach. Bruh. She gets up. I forgot. We we were we we have this thing where we get on each other's nerves on purpose, and uh, it got <laughs> it got it got to the point to where it was actually annoying, and all I could do was just laugh. And then when she started laughing, she literally laughed for five minutes straight for no reason. Had my wife in tears, had me in tears. My daughter didn't know what the hell was going on. And then five minutes after she goes to her room and shuts the door, we hear absolutely nothing. Ain't we Not even here. We, we didn't even hear the snoring. The snoring didn't happen until a few hours later. We heard nothing. And I went in there. Some of the best sleep money can buy. Oh man, I, I got me one, but mine didn't kick in until three hours later, and I only had four hours of sleep before I actually woke up from it. You talk oh about a headache, God. and I hallucinated briefly. <laughs> uh, don't you just hate the ones that the delayed kick in? Oh, I hate that shit. Like, come on with it. I need sixty minutes or less. Oh, uh, that's hilarious. No, nah, for hey, that, that's what most of them put on the package. Activates within sixty minutes. Yeah, well, yeah, these, these were definitely longer than that. Yeah, I, I hate that. I hate that three-hour delay shit. Don't give me a layover. So, my the very first instant I had with the, with the edible was uh, back in 20, probably 17, I believe. Uh, my wife ends up going to Denver. And uh, she came back with some some pastries, like the, the, the cheesecake, the brownies and shit. It was like, almost looked like some Girl Scout type shit. But they're very small pastries, and I don't know what the dosage was. She came back with that. She came back with some uh, some soda. It looked like some swamp green shit. Then she peeled the label off of it, naturally, so she could travel with it. But I don't even know what was in that. So she makes this uh, chicken parmesan, and I remember grabbing the soda to wash it down with. And I figure I just have a couple of swigs of this shit. It's only a twelve ounce bottle, you know. I'm thinking like I do my ginger beer, you know. I just you know swig it and yada yada yada. And not too much. Fuck it, guzzle the whole thing go outside eat a half of one of these like strawberry cheesecake type bites and i was like man that's tasty and i go back and grab the other half about 45 minutes later i found myself with getting cotton mouth and talking to myself well i remember i remember this happening with a corner of a brownie when i owned the studio back in 2002 but that's another conversation as we fast forward i pass out wake up at two o'clock in the morning to go get some water and find myself cleaning up the kitchen there's one problem. We don't go to bed with our kitchen dirty. Our kitchen stays clean. So I'm sitting here wiping down cabinets that have nothing on them. I think the same problem is we don't have a kitchen. 
Right. <laughs> I, I was in the fucking bathroom trying to warm up a hot pocket. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm stop sign waiting for it to turn green. Walking to pet fish. Bruh. <laughs> I'm, laying, I'm laying in front of my oven trying to change the TV channel. <laughs> all that. All that. Uh, so, so anyway, the next morning I have to be at work at like 9. I get there at 7.30. And the only thing I can tell people is, look, charges to my head, not my heart. I'm on one. And uh, if I if I have an attitude, it's because I didn't get any sleep. Just understand it's nothing personal. It's, it's me. It's not you. And I could only thing I can equate this to was playing a video game where you're you're flying an airplane and you let the let the landing gear down, but the only place you can land is in grass. So if you can't land the plane safely in grass, what do you do? You pull back up. I was pulling back up for two and a half days. <clears throat> this shit started at Wednesday night, and I didn't end up coming completely down until Friday we call evening. That we call that turbulence, yeah. bro. That's not. Oh no no! I was trying to land, but every time I landed, I, I, I was ready to land. That shit was like, nah, this ain't safe. You gotta go back up in the air. <laughs> so you've been circling the fucking jetway for three days and trying to land in the process. Not even because I, I it wasn't clear to land or we had, there was fog. No, there's definitely no fog. I just couldn't because I don't want to destroy the fucking plane. You gotta eat. <laughs> <laughs> Circling and holding for two fucking days <laughs> in a holding pattern. Man, the worst, the absolute worst. Oh, oh man, back back uh, on back on task though, bro. Oh, oh, you you got one for me too, Suave? Of course. Oh, let's go, let's go. Uh, so once <laughs> upon a time, of course I do. Of course I do. Once upon a time in L.A. Yo. <laughs> Um, and this is this is before I was really a lot more versed in, in uh, knowing knowing how much you're taking. Um, people were sh- showing us around the city and and, and uh, said they you know would could get us some supplies. Um, so hit up a dispensary and there was some uh, Rice Krispie treats. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't bother to ask the milligrams on each Rice Krispie treat. Just kind of figured it is what it is. Now, I purchased three and go back to, to where we were staying. And, um, you know, you get dinner and then you got got these got these Rice Krispie treats. Well, I want to say they might have been um, uh, Fruit Loop treats, whatever it was. So me, one, not knowing that this takes a while to kick in. Two, not knowing how much I'm actually taking. I eat half of a Rice Krispie treat at first. But it was so good you had to finish the whole damn thing. No, 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 no. Had nothing to do with how it tasted. <laughs> okay. I just didn't get the reaction I was looking for in enough time. So I said, okay, maybe I didn't do enough. I proceeded to finish that Rice Krispie treat and then half of another one. A little later in the evening, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting down or watching TV or whatever, and I get ready to go, you know, lay it down. It's like, all right, it's time to crash out. Room's completely pitch black dark. Lay in the bed, and as soon as my body went parallel, 
I saw all of my nerves fire off in electric blue like I had been plugged into the wall. I stayed that way for what seemed like a day and a half, but it was all really like an hour. Yeah, what strain is this? What strain is this, bro? I'm gonna try this shit. I don't fucking know. This boy got I've stuck. Been smoking, I've been I know. I know nothing. I have no recollection of what it was. I just know dispensary. It was purchased legally and, and absorbed. And next thing you know, it's a fucking light show. Bro, I've been I've been smoking this. You know, get high and lose your keys weed. I wanted to smoke the fucking shoot blue lightning out of my fingers weed. What the fuck? Bam! I was like, what this what the fuck? Like I've watched all my nerves fire off in what looks like a scene from Tron. And yeah, that needless to say, it lasted until after the plane landed coming back. The next day. Pretty wow. fucking heavy. Wow, that wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, stay, stay trippy, man. <laughs> as to not further incriminate myself, that's that's as much of the story as I can really tell. It happened in the legal state. We can say that. Twenty-four hour high off ten dollar edibles. Y'all getting y'all wasting forty bucks a day on that Reginald. <laughs> <laughs> I've long since said I don't understand why people. You know, if you have somewhere to be or you have to be out in public, I don't understand why you're smoking drawing all that extra attention to yourself when when edibles have all you need you just have to figure out what your dosage is there's that but but, but here's the deal though like oh shit hit him with that shit one time trips here's the thing think about this no matter the strain or even if you had if you had actually we'll say one one uh two different plants of the same strain 50 milligrams of thc from plant a and 50 milligrams of thc from plant b you're going to have two different effects Especially if they're grown in different different places, they're picked at different times of the year. I mean, like that's it's just science. It's a snowflake theory. You're not going to get the exact same thing. It's not like you can manufacture this particular drug. That's why it's yeah. So it, it you you I could have two 100 milligram gummies, and one of them's going to give me a stronger effect than the other one. It's just it's just how it works. Start low and then work your way up. So that's, that's my the best advice I can give. That's my thing. I, I think I'm going to give me a pack of these gummies that my, that my mom had and uh, probably like put them in pieces and microdose because I actually miss the uh, the THC, the psychoactive high uh, of, uh, of, the, of the herb. I just I don't miss smoking it at all. But uh, yeah, I think yeah, I might I may start microdosing that shit. There's a difference between the Delta Eight gummies and then pure 100 THC. It's, it's levels to it. There's a science. It's applied in real life. To- Tony applied. Tony Snow's going to get his PHTHC here soon. Dude, they already yeah. called me the Weed Yoda, man. Come see, on. see. <laughs> hey, here, I saw. Here's how we. Here's how we, we tie the whole thing together. And I apply it every day, man. I apply it all day long, every day. Tony Snow has this. Uh, was it the hemp box you you that you fuck with? Hemper, yeah, hemp, they send hemper. me a box every month. Yeah, it's, it's top quality glass products for your herb environment. Dude, it's forty bucks a month. You always get at least a bong or a rig, and then you get everything you need for it. It comes with a bowl, a banger. You get wraps, papers, cones, filter tips. Well, they need to sponsor this supplies. Yeah, dude, fucking awesome. I tell you how we tie all this together. We need a mixtape of the top five wrestlers to get high. Rob Van Dam. I 
shouldn't have paused parenthetically. <laughs> there was no way he was not going to be it. Number two, Randy Orton. <laughs> oh, damn. Randy's number two. Randy Randy's is Teddy's longest time smoking buddy. They would smoke before TV every episode. <laughs> number three, Matt Riddle. <laughs> fucking yep. cheating, bro. Am I, though? Kinda, just a little bit. <laughs> number, no, number number four, number four, New Jack. Rest in peace, ah, New Jack. No one see. get no one got hired to New Jack in all planes. Number five, the Iron Sheik. Honorable mention, hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yes, yes. Yeah, right, right. There's proof of it. <laughs> you can't have one without the other. <laughs> I've heard good try Terry light up a little bit. Don't give a fuck. Uh, Jack Swagger, Jake Hager. There's that. <laughs> Sabu. Yeah, I've smoked a Sabu. Now that's a fucking accomplishment. Oh Bro, man. Just, man, I felt bad for him, dude. He's so broken down, man. He really is. It's like I, I hate to say it, but it was like smoking with a senior citizen, bro. Like he just the guy's just a shell of what he was. He lived a rough life, dude. He put his body on the line for way too long, man. Yeah, man. And he's I, still doing it. He's still doing it. <laughs> like Swab said, man, you do it to yourself. At, at some point you gotta stop feeling sorry for him if you're still doing it. Like I'm surprised he's able to get up. Yourself. Dude, he put himself through a table that show, and I'm backstage with him smoking afterwards, trying to help him with the pain, and he's in there wincing just to get up. But I'm like, bro, like you jumped from the ring through a table, like no one even threw you through it or anything. It was all your on you. And he's, he still fucking did it. He's still doing second reps, uh, second rope steps, and jumping over. Like, like you're at what age do you stop? Um. Get, get, let's go. Let's go. Give me uh, two, three more, Swab. I, I've, I've jumped. I've jumped the shark on this one <laughs> way too many times. Uh, Doctor Huffman. What does he? I I feel like I feel like because he, he also plays a lot of video games. I felt like that might be you know. I can confirm kids. he does. I can confirm he does. Oh right. wow. Okay. I don't want to put anybody on blast who doesn't want to be on blast. But yeah, I would have said that off top. That that should be most interesting to see him and Rob Van Dam on in the six man, six man next week. Go ahead. Give me two more. He, he's a, he's a he's a pin guy. He's a cartridge guy. Aha, got you. Okay. Aha. Aha. I thought one time I thought he was busting me for one, and then he pulled his out and hit it. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's another good one? We should have more of these, like Godfather, bro. Oh man, I forgot all about it. Oh, one hundo. And then last but not least, Jinder Mahal. Yes. Shout out to his CBD company. Yes. Oh, and, uh, and honor, one more honorable mention for me, uh, Pillman Jr. when he was in the Indies. I got to smoke with Pillman Jr. That was pretty dope. That's a, that's a hell of a list. <laughs> like, hey, see, we need a whole episode where, where Snowman just lists the people he smoked with. Bro, you would we wouldn't have enough time. You got a six hour long episode slot coming up. <laughs> we'll, we'll break it up and we'll we'll take a month off. Actually, you know what? No, episodes. no, no. I got a better idea, Suave. Let's build a territory with all the people that uh that Snow is smoking with. <laughs> yes. Oh, dude, you know yes. You know what? And it, it is not just it's not just wrestlers, dude. But for the longest time, I would like I don't know. I guess maybe this was like 2014, back when dabbing was first getting mainstream, right? Um, I had a baby bottle dab rig and I took that around and I was, I gave first dabs to like tons of, of rappers, tons of famous rappers. I was the first dab they ever took and it was all off that baby bottle rig. 
I'm and your pusher. I know, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's the 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 fucking the hip hop list is almost as long, if not longer, than the wrestling one. But yeah, dude, I can totally. You know they have that local wrestling company that Sam Stackhouse is the champion of, and they like smoke on the way to the ring and smoke in the ring and shit. Like, let's put together a whole territory of people oh, wow. I've smoked with. Let's go. <laughs> shit, if anybody the DM would be wild. Teddy Long. <laughs> oh, oh, well, oh, I mean, all that's gonna happen is like two people are gonna get bad over the size of a joint. He's gonna book them in a tag team match. <laughs> we got a couple episodes from the cheap seats just like that. Which, uh, which guys, that's something else I want to point out real quick, too, while I'm on the air. Um, our podcast, Teddy Nice Podcast, Hold On A Minute Play, has been officially announced by Lil Flip on his podcast, The Truth Shall Set You Free. Um, the video is live right there. It's entitled Teddy Long, but it's me and Teddy in there, and it starts out with all of us lighting up a big, fat joint. And, <laughs> and Teddy goes, I'm Teddy Long, and I'm up in this bitch. <laughs> but, um... Flip officially announces that he's partnering with us uh, with the Hold On A Minute podcast. And he's about to start dropping episodes. So y'all go check out the True Shots That You Free podcast on YouTube. That's Lil Flip and DJ Hard hit his podcast. They invested. We have a 13-episode season, and we talked to everyone from Mark Henry to Half Pint Films. So yeah. y'all make sure you we, check that shit out. I know personally I've been looking forward to, to knowing when I was actually going to drop and if it was shelved or not. So the fact that it's actually coming to light is going to be great. And it shows you how timeless things can be when done in the, in the right environment. So yeah, that's that's a, that's a good look for you, Tony Snow, for sure. And well, of course, I mean, I, you know, it was when when you have someone like Lil Flip financing everything, and you gotta release it on his time frame. <laughs> look at it. We already know how rapper time frame works. I mean, how many episodes are we waiting for? Swab? <laughs> oh my God! Don't do that! Don't do that! <laughs> so. Uh, Mm, that's interesting what you've done there. You know I love you, bro. You know I love you. I <laughs> that was more an indictment on me than it was on you, Tony right. Snow. Just understand that's, that. That's, that's how I get, that's how I get my boys you, you know, really got me looking for a reason to ban the snowman, don't you? I, I, I turned my head to the right to make sure my chair was still empty over here. <laughs> ah. well, that's, you know, that, that's my love language, talking shit. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so we oh, waited for his time frame, and he wanted to wait until his first season was done and have our episode, our podcast fill the void before his second season. So there you go. Right on, man. All right, so before we get into this mad crawl, we got one more piece of business to talk about. Suave, I, was, I happened to be driving out of town a few days ago. Mm-hmm. You called me and told me to turn on the TV, which I have a tablet, and I turned it on, <laughs> but I didn't have locals. But then you proceed to send me pictures. And what I see, I could not believe. You sent me a picture of Steve Harvey, a picture Mm -hmm. of J.J. Dillon, and a picture of Kevin Sullivan. Please tell me how the fuck these three correlate to one another. I can't believe y'all are covering this, man. This is fucking great. It's it's relevant. (laughs) We we go for the news where people are afraid to go or have no idea. So... (laughs) You would think that I sent three separate photos. I did. There's a three separate photos, but they're not three separate time periods. These three Looks people like they are. are right. These three people are all in the same room together, and I'm like, I call Wood and I say, "Are you near a television?" <laughs> His response is kinda. Everything he says is completely accurate. He tried to pull it up, couldn't. He says, "Okay, send me a screenshot." Okay, so I'm taking pictures of my television. 
send to him because I decide I'm gonna channel surf a little bit. Let me see what's that. Somebody might be playing tonight. Might be something going on. I'm on NXT Reich. I'm not watching that. So you gotta fill the time somehow. Come to find out on ABC, the American Broadcasting Channel. <laughs> Uh, WFAA Channel 8 for those who are local in the DFW area and for those who are traveling here. Judge Steve Harvey, which is a whole different conversation within itself, has two individuals who are suing each other about a $7,500 discrepancy involving a boat. Wait, how much? $7,500. For a boat? That, uh, look, there's a boat involved, and there's seventy five hundred dollars. I don't know. Was, how they was got this from boat, the boat was was this boat crafted from tools and supplies from Home Depot with a how to kit? It could be possibly you scuffed the paint on the boat. I don't know. <laughs> it's a, I don't own I don't own a boat, so I'm not really up on boat maintenance. However, JJ <clears throat> uh, Morrison, aka JJ Dillon manager and operator of the original Four Horsemen for those of you who are not ingratiated and he is suing his also friend the taskmaster Kevin Sullivan to which Steve Harvey is referring to him only as taskmaster he's not calling him Kevin Sullivan he's not referencing him by any other name he is calling him taskmaster during this judge show he spent eh, five or so minutes just reflecting on his love of professional wrestling, which I had, I would have not guessed that Steve Harvey was a professional wrestling fan like that. So you never know. We're just, we're all out here. And the show is what it is. You can tell it's comedy. You can tell people are just there getting a check. It's a reality stage situation. But at the end of it, Steve just says, well, the court is going to front the 7,500 just so long as y'all friends and they're like the whole time they're talking about whatever it is that got them into the situation they're still showering each other with admiration and then they end up walking out as friends and then that was Why, it how do you go to court to wax poetic while you're suing because they paid you to be there that doesn't even sound entertaining it just sounds oh but it, oh, but it was really and had you been on gummies it'd have been even more entertaining <laughs> It's entertaining because it's fucking silly. The fact that Steve Harvey has a judge show by itself is enough to like, Dude, okay, let me, let me that, see what the fuck going shit, on here. All that shit's uh, 100% fake. Dude, I've been on two court shows, man. Come on. See? See? Hell, me, would me and you can go do a court uh, a court show and get a check right quick. <laughs> I mean, uh, shit. One we... court show I was on was way back when I lived in Houston. There was a court show called Texas Justice. I think ah, I, I remember that. I was tired on that show. I was suing. She was actually a coworker of mine named Lisa, because and real life coworker. And I was suing her. She was supposed to have been my ex, who got really drunk at a party and stand, stood up on the coffee table and broke the coffee table. And I was suing her for the cost of the coffee table. Ha! <laughs> and then the second time was on divorce court, but I was just mentioned. Someone was, they're filming it in Dallas, and some girl was like, yeah, so he pulled up in this car, but it wasn't his car, it was his DJ's car, DJ Tony Snow, yeah, it was his car. 
and someone like took a clip of that video and sent it to me. That's hilarious. That's... We should go but on. I was Joe. actually a defendant, and the name they gave me was Jim Beanson. Jim Beanson? Jim Beanson. B-E-A-N-S-O-N. That was my name as the oh, complaint on Texas Justice. Jim Beanson. One of those key grips completely fucked you on the name. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody in production just really thought that shit was funny. Jim Beanson. That's, yeah. yeah that sounds like a, a news reporter from a rapper skit. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> like, what's, what's what's the what's the um what's the Juggalos festival? Gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah, yeah, Gathering of the Juggalos hosted by Jim Beanson. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Oh man, Dude, we, I performed we Judge Mathis. I performed at Gathering three times, man, and it was some of the most interesting. One time they threw raw bacon up at us on stage. Bacon, raw or cooked? Raw bacon. No. Packaged or unpackaged? Both. The group I was oh. in was called Baconomics. Ah, I was just about to. I was just about to ask about that. Shouts out Blaze One. <laughs> yeah. That was when me and Blaze did Gathering of the Juggalos. It was me, Blaze, and Demar for a while. Right on. Yeah, that uh, that that and that was some you know not not for nothing. Uh, stories aside, that was some great fucking work too. <laughs> Straight up. Um, keep it moving though. Matt Crawl, DFW, uh, the the entire Metroplex is on notice. Wrestling is about to take over this fucking city, and every city next to this fucking city. You think you know? You have no idea. So, um, I guess since we have Tony Snow here, before we start digging completely into the weeds, Tony Snow, what do you personally have going on this weekend? Oh, sorry for for WrestleMania weekend because that's actually a week from this week. Man, I got so much shit. I got um, world class pro wrestling we're running four days, starting March the thirty first. We're running a night on the thirty first, and then we're running day shows on the first, second, and third. Um, so the first is Texas Showdown Day One, and the main event is Booger T, Rob Van Dam, and Ryan Davidson against Max Castellanos, Charlie Haas, and um, and Thorne the Hunter. Um, and then night two has everyone on it, man. The, the people I'm really stoked about are the Hitmakers, formerly known as Hit Row and NXT. They're going to, everyone but Swerve, of course. Um, they're going to be there, and they're going to be actually, in a six-minute intergender match. Let me, let me correct you. It's not night two. That's actually day two. Day two, sorry, yeah, it's daytime. It starts at uh, 10 a.m. on day two, um, and then day three is the Sherry Martel Classic, where there's women from Reality of Wrestling and World Class and all over the country that are coming to compete in the first ever Sherry Martel Classic. And then the the fourth day there is uh, the Texas Legends Convention. It's a daytime event as well, from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. And they already have um, JBL confirmed and. Um, Booker T and Stevie Ray and Bruce Pritchard's gonna be there, which that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, it's loaded four days. And then also in the middle of all that, I've got that Friday night, I've got Texoma Pro Wrestling. It's actually Red River Wrestling, which is their sister promotion. 
The Road to Mania, and we've got uh, TJP on that show. We've got Fuego Del Sol on that show. Um, Dive, Fuego, Dive. Um, <laughs> and then, um, and then that Saturday, April the first, or yeah, Friday, April the first, that same night, I have TSW Wrestling, Texas Style Wrestling. We got Rodney Mack there. Shout out Rodney um, Mack and Jazz. Yeah, Jazz is gonna be there. Uh, oh. Don Holding is actually going to be wrestling Ricardo Rodriguez, the guy who was oh, nice. uh, Del Rio's ring announcer. He's wrestling again. Um, so that's going to be a stacked show as well. And uh, yeah, man, just a bunch of pro wrestling. And then there's a bunch of stuff that I wish I could go to, but I obviously have gigs, so I can't. But yeah, well, dude, that's just what I have going on. Well, I'm about to run down this list uh, that, that I have so far, courtesy of Voices of Wrestling. So uh, one question before we get started. So now knowing what we know about Booker T and RVD, can we pitch them the, the tag team name High Heat? Oh, bro. <laughs> Give them the High Heat. That would be awesome. Give him that. <laughs> Give me Ricky Vaughn. <laughs> Throw him the eater. <laughs> what league are you from? California. <laughs> Throw the heater, Ricky. California Penal. <laughs> California Penal. <laughs> you have no marbles. <laughs> marbles? Marbles. Huevos? Marbles. <laughs> shout out to Pedro Serrano. Yo, also shout out uh, Jesse the Body Ventura and uh, Omar Epps for Major League Two. Uh, <laughs> 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 motherfucker said, uh, mine fell the hardest. That motherfucker came back with, yeah. Mine's the but mine's the deadest. <laughs> oh, oh shit. All right. Uh, Thursday the 31st. Shit kicks off at 11 a.m. That's too early. I, I want you to understand this. <laughs> this is we we are working class. This is not a holiday weekend. You are in the fourth largest metro oh. in the United States of America, and you are kicking off a wrestling weekend at 11 a.m. on a fucking Thursday. Can it actually imagine? it actually kicks off. It actually kicks off. On the thirtieth, VIP is doing that big event at Halton City with the Good Brothers, oh, see? Al Snow, and see it's, this. It's uh, the DFW All Pro versus School of Morton. So Ricky Morton's going to be there. This is exactly our- why. This is exactly why I said we we probably won't even have everything. Uh, man, uh, hold on, because I'm going to pull that up too. Uh, 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 ProWrestlingDallas.com is VIP's website. Um, if you really want to dig into the weeds here, yeah, yeah, the 30th. Um, so on the 30th for VIP Pro or Dallas or VIP Wrestling DFW Pro, we have uh, yep, Al Snow, the Good Brothers. Um, there's way more to this, and the tickets are. The highest ticket, I believe, without doing a pre-order VIP, is $25. Very intimate venue. Very, da- it's a damn good venue at that. Facts. Um, we we saw Shane Taylor lay the hat over there. We saw JTG lay the hat over there. Um, saw, it, saw Jonathan Gresham get busy. <laughs> yeah, not, a, not a bad show. Not a bad seat in the house. Um... Let's see here. Do I recognize anybody else on here? Uh, pretty big names. Flamito? Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
So that's on the 30th. Um, let's see here. There's another show they have on the 25th, which is uh, actually tomorrow. Um, STP will be represented there as well as Shane Taylor will be there. Um, it's Shane Taylor against Ryan Davidson. That's going to be a freaking killer match, bro. They've been running that match in Beaumont for a while for Hurricane Pro. Dude, it's going to be killer. And it looks like Jonah is going to be here for a while because he's on this show. Wow. Uh-oh. <laughs> we got action. Um, what else? All right. So back to the back to this list here. Um, yeah, run, run down the calendar. I'm, I'm, I'm coming here. Oh, that, that perfect music for this one. Uh, shit. There we go. All right. Perfect. Um, starting on the, the 11 a.m. on the 31st, mm-hmm. Glory Pro uh, uh, Cemetery Gates. This is going to be at the Fair Park Pavilion at, at uh, em- Embarcadero Building, rather, at Fair Park. Uh, Jake something, Josh Alexander versus Warhorse. Um, you also have uh, Danny Vega and Matt Fitch at versus the No Remorse Corpse, which is uh, Davey Richards and Rocky Romero. Uh, more Alley Catch is actually going to be at that one as well. Keep it going. Josh Barnett Bloodsport is happening in the same building the same day. So you're leaving one promotion going into something else. On the Thursday, 3 p.m. card, highlight matches well, did include... You say, did you say Alley Catch? I'm sorry. Yes, did I did. It's another one of my future ex-wives. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> uh, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. John Moxley versus Biff Busick. Minoru Suzuki versus Chris Dickinson. Josh Barnett versus Jonah. John Hennigan Ooh. versus Simon Gotch. This is on the same card. Timothy Thatcher versus J.R. Kratos on the same card. Holy shit. Mm, and there are still five or six more matches, but those are the most notable uh, matches to coming uh, coming off that card. Five Josh p.m. Barnett puts together killer shows, man. Those fucking blood sport shows are killer. There's more blood sport to happen too. Uh, five p.m. at the Fairmount Hotel. That that's a familiar place there, Tony Snow. Triple A invades WrestleCon. No, say it the right way. They Triple A. Thank you. And Vades Wrestling. <laughs> Thank you. Triple A. Triple A. Cheat us. Triple A. Lucha Libre. Uh, you dig? Psycho Clown versus Black Taurus at this one. For the Triple A Cruiserweight Championship, Laredo Kid versus Bandito versus Flamita, which is going to be a fucking a killer uh, tornado triple threat match. It's going to be a uh, spot fest, bro. You already know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. No cap. I think this might be one of those I might want to go to. No DQ. Pagano, Drago Kid, Jack uh, Jack Cartwheel, Sam Adonis, Gringo Loco, and Puma King in the sixth man. You know he's going to show out if his name is Jack Cartwheel. Yeah. Yeah. So, though, just to be clear, Pagano, Drago Kid, and Jack Cartwheel are on one side. Sam Adonis, Gringo Loco, and Puma King are on the other side. For the NWA Tag Team Championship, Mecha Wolf and Bestia Seis versus Aerostar and Drago. So, Drago is... Uh, He's represented twice. <laughs> Drago and Drago Kid. Uh, Octagon Jr. versus Aramis versus Mr. Iguana. I'm sorry. Octagon Jr., Aramis, and Mr. Iguana versus Ares, Abismo Negro Jr., and Faba Apache. And then another six-man match you have. 
Taya, Nino, Hamburguesa, and Microman versus, or Microman versus Rey Escorpion, uh, Mini a Beast Mode Negro. Hamburger's going by Hamburguesa and Triple A. You're killing yes. me, bro. Yes, Hamburguesa y Queso. Yeah, Nino Hamburguesa. <laughs> After he gets paid, he's Queso. Yeah, and then uh, lay, uh, La Hiedra and uh, for the for the other half of that team. So there's that one. Also, while that's happening at the same time, Insane Hardcore in Fort Worth at the Ridgely Theater. Uh, what's notable on this one? The IHW Championship and the Texas Slugfest. Stephen Kirby versus uh, Gabe Wilder versus Sam Stackhouse versus Aaron Mercer versus Corey O'Neill versus Tommy Prince. I know uh, all those guys, and they're gonna tear that shit down. If you, I'm saying, if you, if you like indie wrestling, this, this one, you, that particular match specifically, you don't want to, you don't want to miss. Uh, yeah. At 7 p.m. because there are six matches on this card. At 5 p.m. at 7 p.m. in the same building, iconic heroes of wrestling ex- excellence, IHWE Old School Hustle. You have <laughs> Jim Storm. Hold, hold on, bro. Hold on. A Texas Brass Knuckles Championship. This is the same Brass Knuckle Championship that Rocky Johnson held, that Bruiser Brody held. Hoss Holding versus The Unknown. The IHWE Queen of the Ring, Lane Luck, who was also, or Lenny Luck versus Aramis Blair. And they were wrestling in the prior prior organization for Insane Hardcore. Uh, And then the Battle of Fort Worth, Luigi Sales Memorial 10-man tag team match. Tim Storm, Aaron, Tim Storm, Aaron Mercer, Tommy Prince, Mysterious Q, and Chris Carter versus T-Ray, Sam Stackhouse, Max Heights, Joe Angelo Garcia, and Tommy Becker. We're not done. Seven Some people. of those guys are pulling double duty. Yes. This is all one day. This is this this is we're still on Thursday, and this is back-to-back shows. And that one, those last two are in the same building. By the way, guys, if y'all have never seen Sam Stackhouse live, you're missing out. People have just seen the GCW, like when he showed up at Hammerstein and had the show off, had that showdown with, uh, what's his name, Swaggle. But this dude can fucking wrestle for a big dude, Bram. He's so agile. His finisher, the spinning heel kick. Yeah. At, at <laughs> a straight roundhouse. <laughs> oh. He is unreal. MLW Intimidation Games is happening at Gillies that Thursday. Uh, Alex Hammerstone, uh, Alex Hammerstone versus uh, Richard Holiday, the Von Erichs versus Fifty One Fifty. You know, you know what's going to happen if the Von Erichs are going to be there. Um, also on the card, Matt Cross, Jacob Fatu, Myron Reed, Calvin Tankman, uh, and of course a whole and Mods Kruger. A whole lot more too. Basically, the, the entire top of the MLW uh, card or, or top of the MLW roster will be there. Um, Dude, I gotta get Myron Reed on y'all's show, dude. I fuck with him heavy. That we, dude, we fuck man, with he's him too. Ridiculous in the ring, bro. He's ridiculous in the ring. We, Open door invite. We we saw him uh, for M- with MLW for uh, War Games back in uh, shit twenty ninth was it twenty nineteen? Pre pandemic for sure. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Absolutely pre pandemic. Dude, I worked on a show <laughs> with him one time and. He did a dive outside of the ring and landed like right next to my sound table. And a fan next to him jumped up and started clapping and cheering. And he looked at him. And he's like, man, shut the hell up. I'll do this shit for you. 
fucking, I'll do this shit for you. This is for me. And just turned out I got back in the ring and I was like, man, I love this dude already. Oh, uh, Ring of Honor and World Class Texas Showdown. That's you can bet your sweet ass. That's where we're going to be. Reality uh, of Wrestling in World Class. You said Ring of Honor. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. R-O-W, not R-O-H. Reality of Wrestling. Thank you. Booker T's organization. I was just waiting for you to confuse some names since we have 800 shows to go through today. It was bound to happen. Hey, players fuck up. Look, hey, the, Heather Monroe versus Katie Forbes. That's, that's you know who wins that match? You know who wins that match? The fans. Yes. The fans. <laughs> AQA versus Kelsey Reagan. AQA is so dope, man. I, I can't wait to see her on more AEW TV. Uh, Savage King versus Flex Serba. And of course, the main event RVD, Booker T, and Ryan Davidson versus Max Castellanos, Charlie Davidson, and Clayton Bloodstone. I really think this is going to turn up into Ryan Davidson turning on Booker T and Rob Van Dam. I could be wrong. I really hope I am, but that's what it smells like. The team of high heat. <laughs> Recognize them by their new moniker. We're trying to get shirts sold. Dude, all, all I know, I don't care who wins. I'm gonna win that show because I get to. I'm gonna be supplying Rob Van Dam with some Tony Snow. I get to smoke with the Snoop Dogg of wrestling. I win that day, bro. Hey, hey <laughs> c- control your narrative. Cyn also at Gillies, 8 p.m. Following MLW, scheduled to appear. EC3, Adam Share, Killer Cross, Austin Aries. And Matt Cardona. Gordon, I'm, I'm interested to see this. Flip Gordon's gonna be there. Hey, tell you know what? I need you to ask Flip a question for me. So when I see you next week, because I don't, I, I, I mean, I really hope we actually have time to record next week. But if I, if I, when I see you next week, I want to answer this question. What does he have beef with himself over? What do you What do you mean? So the, the whole thing idea with control your narrative is the fight isn't with your opponent. The fight is with yourself. Yeah, I want to know what he has beef with himself over. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I see what you did there. <laughs> I, I I went to school with people like you. I know your stuff. Oh oh oh, oh shit! I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay. Uh oh. Okay. Back back at Fair Park for the, uh, the uh, Embarcadero building. Uh, Joey Janela Spring Break Six Part One. Has Joey Janela versus X Pac, Blake Christian versus AR Fox, and GCW titles will be on the line. The UV Championship, Alex Colon, the champion, versus John Wayne Murdoch. The GCW tag team titles on the line with the H8 Club versus the uh, Second Gear Crew versus the Briscoes in the Triple Threat. Also, for the GCW World Title, John Moxley versus AJ Gray. John Moxley is walking away with a huge bag this weekend. Dude, uh, first of all, fuck Joey Janela, uh, but I love AJ Gray, so that match is going to be killer. And um, I meant to say, Flip's match at Control Your Narrative is against Dirty Dango, so that's going to be fucking dope. But um, fuck Joey Janela, but dude, AJ Gray is one of the <laughs> AJ Gray is one of the most slept on talents in wrestling. And I hope to God, like, of course, they're not going to give him the title, but I wish they would. I really do, man. And uh, and probably the most painful card of the of the weekend. And I don't mean that in terms of being bad matches. I mean that in terms of uh, shit going down. The Mark Hitchcock Memorial Super Show at the Fairmount at 9 p.m. Uh, uh, if you're not familiar with the DFW area and you're in downtown and are looking for something to do on that Thursday night, this might be the one for you. Biff Music versus Minoru Suzuki. 
the Briscoes versus Homicide and Loki, Bandito versus Mike Bailey, Tomohiro Ishii versus Timothy Thatcher, and Mia Yim versus Athena. Bruh. The Briscoes are walking away with a bag this week. All, Super bag. Also scheduled to appear Atsushi Onita, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson, John Morrison, and Jonathan Gresham. Minoru Suzuki is pulling down a very decent bag over this. He's got two. Of, he's got some. Some days he's got two matches. Oh, and shout out to um, John Gresham for winning the Progress World Title. Yes, and being, and being a black wrestler that owns championships owned by WWE and AEW. Bruh, that this, so I was actually I'm glad you pointed that out. I was just Damn. about to mention. I was just about to mention. That Jonathan Gresham has two major titles by two major companies. Yep, AEW owns ROH now, and of course, Progress is owned by WWE. Boy, very th- very astute. There, there, there's shit that they're not talking about. Um, dark somebody sleeping the wheel. Especially Gresham's about to sign with AEW. He's been backstage the last four weeks. Yeah, mm. there's, there's got to be a play involved after this week, after this uh, WrestleMania weekend, though, because he, he he has to keep that belt. Daniel and, Bryan has gone on record saying that Jonathan Gresham's his dream match right now. Brian Danielson, and uh, he, he needs to be in the middle of the slap that happens from William Regal to Jonathan Gresham. I mean, are we really needing to slap him, though, of all people? Not, he's not the great Muda. I mean, he's not the great Yuta. Yeah, yeah I'm saying that's the, to me that seems like the rite of passage because you're not going to hit Regal back. See, see, <laughs> I, I beg to differ. Somebody, somebody gonna swing. Now you're gonna have one person that swings, misses, and gets their ass kicked by the rest of the Blackpool Combat Club. A whole lot named. of fucking gang shit. <laughs> yeah, so, so they cho- they chose not to go with our name, uh, the University of Violence. It's still a badass faction name, though, bro. The Blackpool Fighting Club. What a dude. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. I, I like it. Uh, but somebody else is going to swing and connect. Just so you, I, I feel like. Someone's going to swing and miss, get their ass kicked, and then there's going to be that one who finally, you know, decks Regal. <sighs> I want to be that man. No. All right. So uh, back on to the, to the shows. On Thursday, we have Dark Arts uh, Entertainment, Full Blown Wrestling. Ghoul's Night Out on uh, at 8 p.m. That's going to be in Arlington. And then GCW Planet Death is at 11.59 on Thursday night. Now, it's going. that's that's just Thursday. It's going to Friday. Uh, at noon, I'm sorry, 11 a.m., Juggalo Championship Wrestling versus L.A. Fights at the Embarcadero Building at Fair Park, South Dallas, Texas. Um, that's going to be, like I said, 11 a.m., Keep it moving, uh, and that's actually going to be. Back. That's where I. That's where I met the Young Bucks ten years ago. I was DJing a Juggalo Championship Wrestling, and they were wrestling a team called the Haters. I, I back. I, I mean, let me back up. It's actually East versus West. That's not Juggalo. It's Jersey Championship Wrestling. I, I stand. Okay. I stand corrected. Um, but it, all, all, and most of these shows will be on fight. So if you do want to watch some of the stuff and they can't show up in attendance, you can support by purchasing on fight, and they're they're really cheap too. <laughs> Here's like a huge bundle of shows you can purchase. Um, Reality of Wrestling and uh, World Class Pro for the second day. This is for Texas Showdown. SWE Heavyweight Championship. The champion, the high, the the real world, self-proclaimed real world heavyweight champion. The household, Charlie Haas versus Tim Storm. 
In a cage. In a, in a steel cage, correct. Yes, sir. For also in a steel cage, the ROW championship match, Mysterious Q, your champion versus Will All Day. I got a feeling Will All Day is walking out with that one. Um, Gino Medina versus Chavo Guerrero Jr. Hola, Chavito. Is Chavo going to get to pull up on Kanos this week, during that weekend? I mean, I'm sure he will, but Kanos ain't going to be here. Well, I, well, I take that back. He will be here because ROH is here. So, yeah, he, he'll be here. Yeah. Gigi Ray versus Michael Madrid. Also scheduled to appear on this card, on this uh, on this show. Kenny King, Jacob Fatu, Brian Keith, Max Castellanos, Moon, uh, Moonshine Mantel, Ryan Mantel—that uh, dude right there—it's time for him to get on a, on a bigger screen, man. Ryan Mantel has outstayed his welcome here in Texas, man. He is a he is a a gem to the wrestling industry. The only thing that may hurt him is the fact he looks too much like Elias. Um, Insidious One, Cam Cole, Sage Scott. Uh, Elias doesn't even look like Elias anymore. Have we, has anybody seen Elias lately? Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, at 1 p.m. at the Fairmount, just to kind of pass some time throughout the day, Zicky Dice is doing some uh, doing some doing a show there. That's at 1 p.m. MLW Azteca Underground at Gillies at 2 p.m. And you got uh, L.A. Park versus Jacob Fatu in an Azteca Apocalypto match. Mexican Strap Match Aramis versus Gino Medina. Uh, and you've got a lot of other uh, Luchador style matches. And Cesar Duran will also be in the building there. Uh, GCW for the culture 3 p.m. on Friday Embarcadero building Fair Park we've talked about this already and let me run down the card as it sits so far Trisha Dora scheduled to appear Rich Swan versus JTG the Impact Knockouts World Championship uh, on the line with Tasha Steeles versus Big Swole the Hitmakers versus STP Two Cold Scorpio versus Brian Keith Hoodfoot versus uh, Billy Dixon and AJ Gray versus Darius Lockhart. That is a loaded show. And just the Hitmakers versus STP alone is going to make that mean they could go an hour and just have a street fight. I'm interested in this Rich Swan versus JTG. That's going to be some fireworks. Whole lot of gang shit there, too. Um, uh, Zalo Pro at the Fort Worth at Ridgely Theater at 3 p.m. Uh, Notables here, Simon Gosh versus Davey Richards and Warhorse versus Stephen Wolf. Rachel Ellering versus Chelsea Green. Oh, shit. That's going to be a good one. Um, New Japan Lone Star Shootout will be at the Fairmount Hotel 5 p.m. on Friday. Chris Dickinson versus Tomohiro Ishii. Jay White, Switchblade Jay White versus Mike Bailey. Uh, Tony Snow, your guy, Juice Robinson, Dave Finley Jr., uh, Finn Juice, as you know them. And Kevin Knight versus Daniel Garcia. Uh, oh, sorry, and Daniel Garcia. So they're all on the same team. Versus uh, Mascara Dorada, uh, Clark Connors, Carl Fredericks, and Yuya Imura. Uh, we have Ren uh, Narito versus Rocky Romero and Killer Cross versus Minoru Suzuki. That's for New Japan Shootout. That's at Killer 5 p.m. Versus Minoru Suzuki? At 5 oh. p.m. So that, something tells me they got more work to do that night. But that's at 5 p.m. And that's that's a that that might be the largest snug venue I've seen in the Metroplex. Well, yeah, because that same night at VIP, it's uh, Minoru Suzuki and Barrett Brown, I believe. That's Texas Mania. There, you, there you go. <laughs> uh, Zowa Live Guava Mania Two is going to be uh, at in Arlington, Texas. Um, 
notables here, Fly Death will be uh, will be in action uh, for a tag team championship. Uh, if you haven't seen Fly Death, they're definitely worth the price of admission. Texas Style Wrestling, TSW, we talked about that. Scheduled to appear, Hoss Holding, Rodney Mack, Jazz, uh, Melina, Selena De La Renta, Mariah May, Soda Pop Hendrix, Jasmine Allure, Frank Stone, Misty Marks, and a whole, whole hell of a lot more. Oh, and the OMGs will be there as well. Um, Ring of Honor Supercard 2022. We've talked about this one too. Um, uh, oh, there's that. Uh, Jonathan Gresham versus Bandito for the real Ring of Honor World Championship. Um, so it's a unification battle. Bandito, the interim champ. No, I'm sorry. Bandito was the champion. Jonathan Gresham was the interim champion. He won the original ROH title belt. And now they're trying to unify for to determine the real ROH world champion. The yeah, ROH it was supposed to be at final battle. It was supposed to be Bandito versus Gresham for the title. Bandito got COVID. So they ended up making it uh, Jay Lethal and Gresham for the interim title. And, and now that Bandito's cleared to wrestle, they're doing it for the old school title versus the new title. I would say that in a, in a fitting booking genius, as opposed to just making it the interim championship, they gave Jonathan Gresham the original ROH title. <laughs> Wasn't that awesome, dude? I love seeing that whole yeah. thing. And I love Shane Taylor's version of it, the baddest title. Yeah, yeah, all, all them shits is dope. Uh, ROH World Tag Team Championship, the Briscoes versus uh, FTR. And then uh, Alex Zane versus Swerve. That's to be amazing. And Dude, that- yeah, and like I said, you know, in the pre-show, man, I can't wait for the Briscoes versus FTR. I'm just, I've heard chatter that they're going to try to get the belts off of the Briscoes so they can distance themselves from them. And I hope that's not true because I love the Briscoes. And, you know, the shit that he said was years ago and he apologized for it, took his licks and shit, you know. I've, uh, stayed, I've stated my piece on it on, on the last episode, episode 158. Um, but there's still an open invitation to have the Briscoes onto the show. I mean, I, I'm not, I, I don't hold any grudges. That was more so of a conversation think piece more than anything else. Yeah, I just, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of their work, man. I just want the rest of the world be, to be able to see them. That's all. Um, Gringo Locos World on Lucha at 7:30 on Friday at the Embarcadero Building at Fair Park. Uh, notables here Psychosis versus Tony Deppin Psycho Clown versus Dr. Wagner Jr. Um, and if you really want to get into what Lucha, Lucha Style is all about Team Gringo which is Gringo Loco Demonic Flamita and Abismo Negro Jr. versus Team Laredo which is Laredo Kid Ray Horace and ASF but that, that, that's a killer match and then also Hugo Savinovich will be on the commentary for this, uh, for this event uh, that's the same squad we saw from the GCW pay-per-view right? yep Okay, I, yep. I like them. And Johnny Caballero is going to be here too. He's going to make an appearance. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, let's see here. DFW All Pro. It will be in Grand Prairie. Uh, SmackDown will be at the American Airlines Center at the same time. Uh, no Peace Underground versus New New Fear City Murder Mania. Um, their notable match will be Pero versus Taya Valkyrie for the uh, for the Women's Championship. Um, hold on, wait, what? Pero? Yeah, isn't Pero a dude? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Pero versus Ty, Ty Valkyrie. Ty Valkyrie is the is the challenger, but Ty Valkyrie is challenging Pero for the championship. 
And Masada, I thought, thought Perro was a dude. You know what I'm saying? And, oh, no, he is. And then Masada is actually taking on Hoodfoot there too. So that's uh, they're getting their feel of all this uh, all this talent in the area. I probably named off a hundred wrestlers already. We're still halfway into Friday. Uh, let's see here: Martinez Entertainment, Lucha Leyendas in Arlington, Texas; Laredo Kid, uh, Psycho Clown, uh, Fabi Apache. Black Taurus, Ares, uh, Ijo del Santo, Ultimo Dragon, uh, Real del Jalisco, and uh, yeah, all, all these people are going to be scheduled to appear. Impact Wrestling Multiverse of Matches, 9 p.m. Fairmount Hotel, The Good Brothers versus The Briscoe. Whoa! Whoa! Mm-hmm. This is the same night as FTR versus The Briscoes. For the ROH Tag Team Championship, okay. there's no wow. The good, boys getting that back, bro. The Good Brothers versus the Briscoes, Eddie Edwards versus Tomohiro. Whoa, <laughs> Eddie Edwards versus Tomohiro Ishii. Chris Ishii Saban and Edwards. Yep, I bro, saw that too, bro. Switchblade Jay White versus Chris Saban. Oh my God! The for the Reina uh, the Reina's Championship or the Women's Triple Triple A Championship. Or or the ROH Women's Championship title for title, Deanna Parato versus To Be Determined. Who's the mm. who's the uh, who's the uh, oh? It's for one of the other. Okay, because she holds both belts. Uh, and then there's the Ultimate X match scheduled as well. Also scheduled to appear: Rhino, Jordan Grace, Eric Young. You be- you better believe Jordan Grace is at home. She's she's a Texican, so she'll be there. Uh, Steve Macklin, Tasha Steeles, Matt Cardona, Chelsea Green, Trey Miguel, um, Moose, Mickey James. You, they're going. They're scheduled to appear. And so, uh, while oh midnight at midnight Saturday, uh, of course the Hall of Fame is is after SmackDown at the AAC as well. Saturday the second at midnight, Spring Break Part Two. Uh, Chris Dickinson versus Matt Cardona. Minoru Suzuki versus Oh, oh, Tony Snow. We gotta have a funeral. Minoru Suzuki versus Effie. <laughs> Dude, yeah, but the match on this card that I'm most happy about is Ali Catch and fucking Ali Catch and what's her name? Mickey James. You know who wins that match? Tony Snow wins that match. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And then uh let's see here. What else we got? Impact Provincial Wrestling. Uh, Federation. I don't know what's up with that. That's at twelve new, uh, twelve midnight rather at the Fairmount. Trey Miguel, Moose Dot Gallows, Carl Anderson, Havoc, Jordan Grace, Austin, uh, Ace Austin, Madison Rain scheduled to appear. NXT Stand and Deliver. Um, I, I can't get over this. Your NXT Champion Dolph Ziggler versus Brian Breaker. Uh, Women's Championship. Yeah, there's, an there's an up-and-coming talent named Dolph Ziggler just won the NXT title. Have you guys seen him? This guy's going to be special. <laughs> He's new here. Uh, Mandy Rose versus Cora J for the NXT Women's Championship with Mandy Rose, your current champion. Uh, NXT Tag Team Championship. Uh, the uh, Barthel and Eichner representing... Uh, what, what's, what's their crew? Yes, that's, that's, your, that's your squad, Suave. What's, what's the crew name? Wait, who are you asking me about? The the former the former Valters guys, Eichner and Barthel. 
Imperium. Thank you, sir. Imperium. Yeah. <laughs> Man, look, I don't, I don't watch that anymore. And then they disrespected Walter with this whole Gunther shit. I, I'm a little. They, I'm, they disrespected the fans with this whole okay, Gunther what, shit. What was worse, Walter becoming Gunther or uh, what's his name becoming Butch? All of it. Uh, I mean, they're, becoming they're, Butch or Walter becoming Gunther, which was worse? De- definitely Walter becoming Walter. Gu- uh, Gunther, because at least Butch you can market. Nah, you you can't market Butch in twenty twenty two because there's too many negative connotations. You can you can market that. Butch better than you can a damn uh, Nazi war criminal. Yes, but when you have <laughs> Butch running around like a like a loose leprechaun, like you, uh, they turned Pete Dunn the Bruiserweight. Like you could have called him Bruiserweight Butch, and I'd have been cool with it. But now you have him running towards the ring to fight someone, and Shane was picking him up literally like. Spike Dudley. Now, do you think my w- little brother that can't be in this fight? So right. Do you think that WWE was going to let him get away with marketing uh, Bruiserweight that he already has copyrighted? I mean, what what is, what is the definition of a lease? <laughs> Pay for borrowing. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. We can split this money. We don't have to do this. Give it back when you're done, but pay for borrowing now. <laughs> feel like Drake, <laughs> Slipper the 20. We're written on it. You don't have to do this. <laughs> uh, Imperium versus the Brothers Creed versus MSK for the NXT Tag Team Championship. And in the latter match for the North American title, you have uh, Carmelo Hayes, the champion versus Santos Escobar versus Grayson Waller versus uh, Grayson Waller or A-Kid versus Roderick Strong or uh, Solo Sokoa. Uh, just call him Oos and get it over with. And then there's another player to be named later that's coming into this match. Uh, we don't watch Oos NXT. Gang, don't care. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Tony D'Angelo for uh, to round that card out. While this is going on, the world-class pro and reality of wrestling Sherry Martel Women's Classic, the first round, Jordan Blue versus Heather Monroe, Eric, Erica Torres versus Skylar Slice, Jasmine Allure versus Ember Rodriguez, Kelsey Reagan versus Michael Madrid, Danny B versus Vert Vixen, Gigi Ray versus Hyen, AQA versus Rachel Rose, and Insidious One versus Promise Braxton. And so that's going to be your tournament right there. WrestleCon USA versus the World at the Fairmont Hotel at 11 a.m. All this at the same time. Notable match here Davey Richards versus Mike Bailey, The Work Horseman versus Bandito and Ray Horace. Gringo, Loco, Flip, and Flip Gordon, Flip Gordon, and Caleb Conley versus Erez, uh, Aramis, and Arrow Boy. Um, so this is a good, a good card to start the day off with and get some people some work. Effie's Big Gay Brunch at the Embarcadero Building in Fair Park. Wait, 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 what? You heard what I just said. Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Will there be brunch served? I don't know. Just saying, that is it like the big... brunch is going to be gay or the wrestling is going to be gay? Uh, it's it's rainbow and it's, and it's presented by GCW. So I'm out. Uh... <laughs> I'm out on this whole conversation. We're not about to ruin what we've done over all these years building up to get canceled because of this. Texas Mania Three, River City Wrestling. This is at noon at St. Jude Thank Hall you. in Arlington. Uh, notable here we have for the RCW Championship. Your champion Gino Medina versus Cam Cole versus Mysterious Q versus Will all day. That's going to be interesting. Um, You also have uh, uh, Maddie Renkowski and Katie Forbes tag teaming against Key Vibes and Jazzy Yang. Uh, Rob Van Dam and Jimmy Wang Yang will both be at ringside for these. 
or for this match. High um, stakes. <laughs> uh, you have two match. Uh, is that two events at two p.m. One including Sore Wrestling. Shouts out, Sir Mo. Um, that event has your your champ champ, the OIWA International Heavyweight Champion, uh, Dante Smiley taking on Josh Woods. Dante is going to be in a lot of pain after this one. Enzo Pusher Extraordinaire. Yes. Facts. Dean, Dean Fleming versus Ron Bass Jr. I'm interested in that match just to see how Ron Bass Jr. does. Um, let's see what else we got here. Mission City Pro, 3 p.m. Bangers only. Like, there's so much of this. Texas Mania 3, Gulf, Course, uh, Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance. Uh, you got Rachel Rose versus uh, Chelsea Green for the GCWA Women's title. And Bandito versus ASF. Gino Medina versus Matt Cardona there as well. Uh, Rampage Wrestling at 4 p.m. Texas Mania 3 Hybrid at 6 p.m. Uh, the Mulligan for Unsanctioned Pro at 7 p.m. at the Embarcadero Building. And on top of that, we've got WrestleMania, which is probably going to open its doors around 3 p.m. As soon as NXT shuts down, they got to go across uh, I-30 to Arlington. And that's probably when we start seeing pre-show matches and shit, so... Uh, don't worry, we'll do it. You know who ain't gonna win next week for WrestleMania because we always do that shit. This is what we do. Um, Texas Mania three at nine p.m. Texas Mania three at eleven fifty nine p.m. This is a stack card here. You got Brian Keach versus Josh Alexander for the new Texas Pro Wrestling Championship. Uh, Mariah May taking on Rachel Rose. Rachel Rose is putting her title on the line for the new Texas Pro Wrestling Women's Championship. Woof. Uh world class pro women's uh uh class and reality of wrestling women's uh Sherry Martel classic brother uh will be on is that that night? Is that Saturday night? No, that's uh, uh Sunday. That's for Sunday for yeah. round two. Um Black Label at, at midnight at the Embarcadero building. Faces of fear, and I wish you would. There's no way. Um, Effie versus Charlie Haas there that should be funny uh, Black Taurus versus Blake Christian let's see what else we got a lot more Texas Mania 3 stuff going on on Sunday I hope Effie hits him with the sack rider <laughs> excuse me <laughs> you, you heard what he said sack rider. I heard I, I heard it I, yeah uh, <laughs> shutting, shutting down after uh, Wrestlemania uh, night 2 Texas Mania VIP uh, has Minoru Suzuki versus Barrett Brown, Shane Taylor versus Low Key. And uh, you've got plenty of fight bundles that are popping off there. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, just going to be wrestling all over the place. So if you listen to us and you don't like wrestling, why are you listening to us? Well, we do appreciate you. But if you're out and about and you see wrestlers, don't get mad because you see wrestlers. In fact, Kevin Nash is doing a, a VIP shenanigans party uh, at Gillies on, uh, I believe, Friday night while the Hall of Fame is going on. That's crazy. Um, no, wait, wait till you scroll down a little bit further. Wait, hold on. So Kevin Nash, Al Snow, Scotty Tuhati, SoCal Val, X-Pac, Renee Michelle, Eric Bischoff, Jeff Jarrett, and Conrad Thompson all scheduled to appear. Uh, we already knew this was going to happen, and it, I, we actually called this about twenty episodes ago. Suave, Ric Flair's official VIP Mania party at Boiling Tales in Arlington. 
told you. Yep. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page, we, Kevin we Nash, Jake Roberts, Ric Flair, all scheduled to appear. Um, That's pretty much it. And there's other lots of other tailgates and shit going on, man. I think we did a pretty damn good job of, of running down all this shit. Here's a question. Does Ric Flair and Jake Roberts in the same place feel like poor decision making to you? Ric Flair, Jake Roberts, women and alcohol all in the same place is poor decision making. I'm just saying. You know, R-Truth got a concert? Here? Yeah. Thursday night, 8 p.m. at the Haltom City Theater in Haltom City, Texas. Ron Killings live in concert. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it's it's Lou Vegas event. Oh, oh. That, that 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 makes more sense. Yeah, don't okay. bury the lead. <laughs> well, look, it wasn't printed here. <laughs> that makes all the sense in the world now, man. I, that's somebody when you get the on the site, show too. The site filed it under WrestleMania weekend miscellaneous events and podcasts and live shows. They didn't say, you know, who was presenting the show. Yeah, Tony. So we need to get uh, Smooth Vega on this bitch too, man. I've been I've been uh, been watching this, this shit for a while. In, in fact, we used to, I remember we used to cross paths in Deep Ellum years ago. So let's make that shit happen. Um, man, where are we at? That's that's a that's a loaded show, man. Shit, fuck it. Uh, show at brokenpistolbc dot com, brokenpistolbc at gmail dot com. That's uh, brokenpistolbc on all things social at brokenpistolbc on what everything, everything, everything. everything. Uh, hey, be careful with the edibles, kids. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't for no, you. Know your limits. This uh, this should keep, ain't. For- <laughs> keep your receipts. Know your limits. And if you don't, you brought this on yourself. This should this should ain't for you. Broken Mr. Logic. What the shit? You can't write this. Price just went up. Mark my words and fuck the casual fan. Uh, we can't. We cannot have a WrestleMania show without hearing the words of Ron Murray himself. So price just went up. Price just went up. Price just went up. On your funky ass, Tony Snow. Where'd he go? Tony Snow. I'm right here. Sorry, there I was we, muted. Uh, stay high, say goodbye. <laughs> Pencil pushers. <laughs> Joints up. Hey. Wait a minute. Blunts down. Hey, this is Swab. Take him to the house. <laughs> Make sure to keep your eraser clean, ladies and gents. Pencil pushers. Heads up. Pencils down. As if you didn't know, this is always a whole lot of fucking gang shit. And the wrestle rap would not be played now. <laughs> hit, hit that other trigger. You know, I, I like that. The broken pencil bookie. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Let me do that. Uh, every time you see it, I, I, I hear uh, Macho Man in the background. The Broken Pencil Booking Company, a pro wrestling podcast infused with hip hop. Available on all streaming platforms, including TheBeastRadio.com. We'll get y'all next week. Oh, yeah.